women, we share some of the same personal traits, such as empathy and strength. Women of reflection, all women are unified as warriors. We celebrate, embrace a sisterhood of strong, divine women. We are warriors. Hello, warriors. I am excited for episode six. Today, we have a guest co-host who I'm really excited to introduce, but I'm going to tell you just a short little bit about what our topic is for today. So the topic for today is comfortable. The question is, is being comfortable good or bad? Before we start, I'm going to just introduce our guest co-host so we can just jump right in and begin. Our guest co-host today is Stephanie Georges who is my friend. She's my sister in Christ. She's everything to me. She keeps my head on when it falls off. <laughs> um, I can call her for anything in a time of need. Um, my prayer sister, my reading partner, when it comes to the word. She's a great person. She's a teacher. She's great with children and just always have a great spirit of love and nurturing. And I appreciate having her today for this topic. So I'm going to let her introduce herself to you, Warriors. So Stephanie, welcome. Hi, Siobhan. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast, Woman of Reflection. It's amazing. Um, Thank you for that introduction. As uh, Siobhan has expressed to you, Siobhan and I are, before we even became friends, we were colleagues um, working out of school for the Department of Education in New York. And um, when she transitioned and moved to Florida, it was tough because of course I missed her, but our connection didn't stop, right? Um, And from that point, our friendship just built. We are strong friends, but above all, we're we're strong friends and sisters of Christ. We have a bond that um, it's uncomparable, to be honest with you. And our communication style is amazing. I can call her in the morning, she can call me at night, but we won't miss a beat. In addition to that, um, we support each other during the hard times, the tough times, and all seasons in our lives. So thank you so much for introducing me and inviting me to your podcast, and let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about comfortable. So Steph, like, we're always having conversations. It can last from night all the way to the next day, like, or the next morning. So now, warriors are going to get a taste of how Steph and I conversate. The question of today is, is being comfortable good or bad? And I don't know if you want to start on that stuff, or do you want me to tell you what I think? Your choice. You can start off first. Okay. So I'm a person that does not like change, which is really, really weird. But for my 2021, I have really conquered changing that. And when you're a comfortable person in the same routine, I like, you know, do the same thing every day, get up, go to work, da, da, da. You're okay with not liking change and just being comfortable. I have now learned to embrace change and embrace the fact that I'm going to be put in situations where I am uncomfortable. So I think that being comfortable isn't a good thing. I think that being uncomfortable and having that space to grow and having that like space where you can learn new things is where you should be comfortable in the spirit of uncomfortable, not comfortable. Does that make sense? It does. It really, really does. So 
I totally agree. I am someone who does not like change. I like order. I like routine. And whenever there's a hiccup in the road, you know, I will call you and I'm like, um, this just happened. I don't know how to, you know, work around this because this was supposed to happen at this time, this day, and now there's a change. And it sometimes, I'll be honest, it messes, you know, it messes my day, my mood sometimes. Um, but of course, that's why I have supportive people and I have coping strategies to um, just adjust to the change. For me, I personally like routine. I like, again, I like order. I like things in the space that they are in. And if there is supposed to be a change, I like to know ahead of time. I don't want it to just, you know, just come and slap me in the face. Like here, here's change. Like I'm personally not like that. Um, however, I've realized that with change actually brings progress in someone's life, right? Um, with, um, with that being said, you know, you can't progress if you don't change an area in your life. So if you don't allow yourself to step out of that box to say, you know what, I used to wake up at seven o'clock, but today I'm going to wake up at six o'clock, you're just going to stay within that same routine, but you don't know what's waiting for you at six o'clock, right? So um, I think it's, it's really important that we get comfortable with being uncomfortable, like you just said. Because we yeah. don't know what the blessing is that's at the end of the corner or that's, you know, at the end of the, a phone call that you're going to receive, you know, don't jump to conclusions where you're just in a space where you're saying, no, this wasn't part of my routine. It's not part of my schedule. Can't do it. No, I, I think that, you know, just be open to it, but still have some sort of order in your life because you don't want to be so sporadic and just impulsive where you're just moving to any type of, um, how can I say this? I would say any type of change that happens, you know, there should still be order in your life, even though you're making an adjustment in your life. So when you talked about progress, what came to mind for me was my state of mind and being comfortable in living in New York. So I'm born and raised from Queens, New York. Um, and then I moved to Long Island and I lived there for about five years to raise my kids. And I was really comfortable. I was, you know, going to school. I worked for a department of education. I love what I do. I, my job, like all my coworkers were like my family. I was really comfortable because New York is all I know. However, moving to Florida was always something I wanted. I just kept waiting for the right time. And because I was so afraid of that change, I just kept making excuses for that. So now I took the leap of faith and just I'm accepting like all the progress that's like hitting like it's just so much great vibes, great things. Like I believe that this is what God wanted me to do, but I had to come out of the state of just being comfortable and just subjecting myself to what I know and all I know. And now I'm in this state of Florida where I didn't know like yeah, I have my family and I had like, you know, my friend, but that was it. And you have to learn like a new job, um, a new neighbors, new people, new friends for your children. It's so new. But guess what? In that is so much progress and so much greatness. But you have to come out of the state of comfortability to receive that. So I really like the example that you gave. And it's a huge uh, transition from you for you from, you know, living in New York, you know, being comfortable with, you know, with family, friends, work, um, education, you know, just um, also 
with your children being, you know, in the school and being comfortable. So it was a huge change when you transitioned completely to another state, a hot state. So way to go for that. You know, the weather's great over there. Um, yes, girl, beach life all the time. <laughs> hello. <laughs> so with that being said, I'm just like, you know, it was a big change for you. And I, I remember your transition from the beginning and to now. I know we've had conversations like, you know, it was this right for me. And then there's some days you have so much energy and you're full of life. And you said, yes, no, God didn't bring me this far for me to turn back. Right. So now we're really diving into this, the sisterhood that we have here and how we incorporate and we always include God in every step that we make. So when we, when we have our lives and we reflect in our lives and we're praying and we're asking God to shift us, to position us, to actually walk us into the will for our, that he has for us, we have to be prepared for that change. We can't say, well, God, you know what? Just keep me here and just move me just a little bit, just a little bit. No, if you ask for something, he's going to give it to you. He is going to shift you. So you just have to be prepared for that and, and hold on to his strength that he gives you each and every day. And you have done that because look where you are right now with Woman in Reflection, right? Yep. You didn't say that, hey, I'm going to you know, I'm, I'm going to put this aside. No, you opened your arms, you opened your heart, you opened your mind to make this podcast come to life. And here we are talking about how uncomfortable you were to now look to be in a place of comfort and progress. So um, I think it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing how God really moves in our lives. And as he's moving us, he's transforming us, He's putting us in a position to bring glory to his name at, in all things that we do. And you're doing great. You're doing something that is absolutely great where you are cultivating women from across the nation to listen to this podcast on things that they, they go through on a daily basis. And you're also tying it with scripture, which is great. Um, and I know that we discussed some scriptures that are applicable to this topic. So I was wondering if you wanted to share one. Yes. Yeah, so sure. I'm going to share a little background with the Warriors about my prayer life in coming here. I did a lot of prayers. So instead of a vision board, I actually had a prayer board. And every day I would recite the prayer before moving here. And some days my kids would join me and we would just pray. So my prayer board was to remove the spirit of fear from being comfortable and put me in a place where faith replaces that and now I can be okay with uncomfortability. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So one of the scriptures that I remember reading was Psalms 32 verse 6 and 8. And I'm just gonna um share a little bit of that with you guys, warriors. Um and just to show you why you should never feel like you're alone when you feel uncomfortable because it's in the word. And it says, therefore, let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely the rising of the mighty waters will not reach them. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. And these are the steps that God tells you when he's telling you, girl, there's no time for you to be too comfortable. Let's get okay with being uncomfortable. And this is how I felt that God spoke to me. He said, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. So in my faith over fear process, you know, 
I knew that I wasn't alone because it says it here in the word of God that I will instruct you and teach you the way you should go. I see. I see. He's speaking. He's speaking through you and he's talking to me and all your worries out there. So um, definitely. So he will instruct you. So in that state that when you are, when that change comes upon your life, you have to call on to God and continue to believe in God and the Holy Spirit that he is going to guide you. Don't just say like, okay, what move do I make next? Lord, guide me. Show me where you would like me to go. Show me the next step. And, and you also invite him in everything that you're doing. You know, God says, invite me in all that you do. I yes. delight in your life, mm-hmm. um, which also ch- touches the base of, um, I know we were talking Jeremiah 29, 11, right? Yeah. Can you yes. share that one, Steph? Uh, sure. So Jeremiah 29, 11. And I'm sure my, my warriors out there know this scripture like the back of their hand. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you future and, uh, and hope. So just in that scripture alone, in that small passage alone, um, God has, has said so much to us. He's saying that he has plans for you. So that's you, wherever, whoever you are, you put your name in that. So God has plans for you, Siobhan. God has plans for me, Stephanie. God has plans. You put your name there say God has plans for me. We all have a purpose here on earth. And the ultimate purpose is to bring, you know, glory to God, to God's name and his kingdom. But at the same time, he had the reason why you are here on earth alive in this era is because you have purpose and he has a plan for you. Amen. He has a plan that is good for you. That will not bring you distress. That will not bring you for you to lose hope for you to be sad, for you to be stressed out but to give you a future and a hope. So that word future there, that doesn't mean that I'm staying where I am. That means I'm going beyond tomorrow. There is a future there for me. And hope secures the fact knowing that something will happen. That word hope secures that, yes, this will happen. Yes, I will, I will have prosperity in my life. Yes, I will be abundant, absolutely. So you speak that upon yourself and you know when you read this passage that God is speaking to you. And you also help a fellow brother, sister out there and tell them as well that God has a hope and future for them as well. Okay, so that's another scripture that I want to Siobhan that really um, connected to the concept of being uncomfortable. Like keeping that state of comfortability will literally put us in a place where we may not see that hope and that future and that goodness that God has for us tomorrow. Again, he wants to shift us and transform us. So we have to get uncomfortable in our comfortable season. If that's makes sense. That. I love that. And that's so funny that you just said that because I was just going to speak on the future part. So like in that, when he talks about the plans for your future, how can you really see like a future of your dreams and your goals if you're in that spirit of comfortability. You can't. But uncomfortability gives you the hope. And hope is what we don't have. Hope is what we would like in life, right? So that comes with uncomfortability. And you know what? That kind of reminds me of a time, and I like to share my stories, where I always felt like in anything I do, I have to have the same. So my friends, for instance, I was afraid of making new friends because no one could tell me anything. I had my best friends, 
and that was it. And that's my sisters. And I was not open to meeting new people or inviting new people in our circle because I felt too comfortable and extremely safe with that. Now, as time grows and people have disagreements and things happen in our lives, they're no longer friends with me. And it was like a death in the beginning. I had to grieve. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Who's going to do my nails? Who's going to go out with me? But I've learned now to sit in a room with people that I don't know and feel so great and comfortable because my space of growth and like people that are like, you know, empowered and people that are like prosperous and business women and businessmen, like I'm okay with that. And for someone who never liked change, who doesn't like to meet new people, who was like so shy to be open to new because I was so comfortable with who I had and who I knew in my life, I am now seeing the hope and my future, like the greatness in it, because I'm okay with being uncomfortable in a room of people that I don't even know. I use my voice because I want the hope. Like my hope is to grow as a person and to have a great future where I'm always learning. And I couldn't receive that in my my life with of just being comfortable with my circle that I was with. Yes, I I understand and I can relate to that. And I um I like the point where you said that you now have put yourself in a space with people that you don't even know. And putting yourself in that space actually is a benefit because you're able to learn from someone new, right? You're able to acquire new knowledge, acquire new skills and, you know, discover new gifts that you have by just communicating with someone new. It's okay to, you know, have your friends. It's okay to have that, you know, that circle and that sisterhood. But at the same time, you know, God has placed us to have fellowship with others not with just everyone who is in our space and in our circle, because then how are we really doing God's work if we're just staying within our space, right? Staying with the same people every single day. No, the, the point is to spread God's word. This point is to spread peace and love and communication and understanding and compassion. But how can you do that if you're in that comfortable state? You have to step out in a group of people that you don't know and say, hi, my warrior. How are you girl. doing today? Hey, yeah. girl. <laughs> hey, girl, the new girl. I'm shy, but I'm here. Um, definitely. You know what reminds me of like work and being in a school setting and having to have different students every uh, September and having yeah. to... Find that comfortability, and Stephanie, you're a teacher, so you know this. Find the comfortability with building the relationship, not just with the student, but with their parents too. Not just with the students, but if they shift your your assistance in your room, you have to find comfortability in even getting to know the new. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that. Yeah. You want to speak yeah. on that stuff because you're a teacher. You like you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yes. So. I know that I've, um, my fellow teachers out there or anyone in the prof in any profession that where you had to deal with change, I'll just focus on the classroom. There were times where, you know, my staff was inconsistent in the classroom and um, students as well. You know, I would have some students one year or I would gain some students, uh, you know, the second half of the semester. And it was, it was difficult because I had to literally rewire my brain to say, okay, 
I have to do this differently now. I have to prepare myself for this new student. Come to think about it, I actually am going to have a new student starting next week because now um, some families have opted into blended uh, blended learning when their child was fully remote. And now I'm going to have a new student uh, this upcoming Thursday. And I had to basically, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do, Steph? Like, I have to basically start from September again, as far as rules, wearing the mask and everything. But I just, you know, shifted my mindset and just said, okay, this is a new addition to the classroom. I'm going to welcome the student in like I did every other student back in September and just teach them, you know, and help them transition the best way that they, I know that they can in the classroom setting. But is, was it, is it difficult? Absolutely. Because I want to be comfortable in what I'm comfortable in. My staff were changed the beginning of the school year. And I know that I was so used to, you know, my, my staff the previous year. And um, come to think about it, there's an example where one of my staff actually, she became um, a personal aide to one of my students. And I was used to a previous staff. And of course, for respect and professionalism, I will not name any names. And so I did not give that staff a fair um, shot, I would say, to show me what it is that uh, she is able to do as far as supporting that student, because I just wanted the comfortability of having my former staff in the classroom. So when we speak about the state of being comfortable, whether it's good or bad, we're talking about growth. But I love how you said that in your state of being comfortable and wanting your classroom with the same staff or whatever, you realize that you were making someone else uncomfortable. And that wasn't the comfortability of growth. That was the comfortability of just wanting to have your way in, you know, just and that's something big, too, because sometimes we're so comfortable that we don't even see that because we're like that how we can make someone else uncomfortable who is just trying to show us and teach us new ways. And I think that was just dope. I know that next year and the years to come that now you'll have an open mind and a better heart on being uncomfortable with the new staff, but creating a spirit of comfortability by learning new things from them and you giving them a lot about you too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better. Um, and, you know, it's just, and we have a great team now. We, we are a great team. And even with the former staff that was with us for a short period of time, we were a great team and we flowed together. But, you know, it's allowing, it's allowing myself again to just be comfortable with the uncomfortable. It's okay. Like I have to tell myself it's okay. Okay, you know, I'm so used to the routine, but if something falls out of routine, it's okay. We just have to move with it and transition with it. And just, you, your character doesn't change when you are put in a comfortable position. I think people need to really okay. know that. You don't change who you are. The setting may change, but the gift that's within you, the, the peace that's within you, the love that's within you, it's, it's there to stay. It's been planted in you, and that seed is growing in you. But that setting that's where you are, that's your place to now spread that gift that you have and also be, be available with an open heart, with an open mind to receive as well. Not to just give, but also to receive. And I think for your classroom, I think it worked both ways because I know for her who, I mean, your staff member, you were saying she probably felt uncomfortable, so uncomfortable that if she, and she probably didn't like change. And, you know, do you imagine how you're thinking because you're in your ways that, all right, I'm going to 
you know, I'm I'm okay. I don't like change, and but I'm gonna just keep running with the day. Like if just imagine her heart of feeling uncomfortability, and I know that after getting to know you, because guys, Steph is awesome when it comes to education in her classroom. She makes like her classroom has the most warm invitation, and it's the best place to learn for students and staff. And so I know that after a while, getting to walk in with that uncomfortability, it had to change. And I know she probably was able to see it in a positive way. And I like that. I like that you you had that conversation. I really salute you for that. It takes a lot for somebody to come out of their comfort and even say, I'm sorry if I made you uncomfortable with something that I'm normally comfortable with. So shout out to you for that stuff. Thank you, my sister. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to add that... Um, I, I believe that I sent you a video, a short clip of what we were saying we were thankful for. And um, I did it for my class where we did a, a special video for Thanksgiving and talking about appreciation and, and gratefulness and what we're thankful for in life, you know, and I expressed, I, I also planned it with my, you know, my staff in my classroom and we all had a share out moment where we added our points of view in the clip and then we added the students as well. And um, I had a, a, a table talk, a, actually a conference call with my staff, and I asked them, you know, let's share out what we're thankful for. And I, again, repeated the same situation that happened, but now to the other colleague in the classroom. Because in life, if you're going to speak your truth, you don't just speak your truth when it's you only for you to look good, but you also speak your truth even when you're at fault because you're taking ownership and responsibility, right? So I also expressed what happened to the other staff that was in the classroom as well. So it was like an open forum where we would discuss that. And then again, that's, that particular staff, she again accepted my apology. And she also shared with me that she has transitioned from a great setting from a former classroom and now to a new classroom. But she appreciates the fact that I don't treat her below then or beneath then. I treat her wow. as she's a teacher just like me. And that's what it mm -hmm. is, too, because despite anyone's position, we are all teachers in the classroom, whether I'm working, you know, close by with a student or if I'm working at my desk. We are all teaching the students to become productive citizens of society. My other uh, paraprofessional in the classroom also said, like, Miss Georges, you never make us feel like, you know, we're less than. You always ask us, what do we think about a lesson? You always ask us. Um, how do we think the lesson went? You always ask us for ideas. You keep us all at the same level, and not everyone does that. So I was I was honored to hear that because I know that inside, like I was just like I'm always looking for that feedback from my team because I don't do it alone. I don't teach yeah. the, the students alone. And um, there's, there's a saying that I've heard before, and it definitely applies to the to this. But it takes a village to raise a child. So it's just, it's not just mom, dad, but it's mom, dad, extended family, friends, teachers, everyone, you know? So I just wanted to just add that in that, um, just that conversation that we had amongst each other and how we were just expressing how much we're thankful for each other, but also the transition that we've also had to go through of being in uncomfortable settings to now being comfortable with each other and just, you know, blossoming as a team in the classroom. So I love that. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of like for me for uh, Thanksgiving, Women of Reflection, we had our Women of Gratitude and giving yeah. back. Like I didn't 
I didn't really think that Women of Gratitude would have been so great, but I was so full. Like, I know everybody probably had their turkey and their pies, and I was full with just the spirit of gratitude, just that I can honor women because we're really doing it. Like, we are. And getting to just like meet and, you know, branch and get to know and get to know what people's brands are and what they're selling and what they're doing. It really brought so much to my heart that I can honor them on my platform just to say, look, I salute you. I, you know, hats off. Great. Keep pushing. Keep going because you are doing it for our tribe of women, our tribe of sisterhood. Like, I really love it. And I definitely understand how you feel. I definitely get it. It was, it's awesome. It's a great feeling when you're able to, you know, come out of your comfort and be able to just kind of see the good in it and give thanks to that. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. I yeah. I agree. And that was a great, that was a great um, act of humility there when you made um, one of your topics of women of gratitude, you didn't just put yourself, your page or your face on the page, but you were honoring women across the nation and you were networking with everyone and saying, who do you think, you know, do you have anyone in mind that you would like for me to send out that gratitude or just to post their face on the page of businesses that they have? It doesn't matter what age, what race, what it doesn't matter. I want to give back to women. I want to um, celebrate women and the work that they are doing right now. So it's, it's a great, an amazing act of humility to do that because you're not thinking of yourself. You're thinking of how can I celebrate my friend? How can I celebrate this stranger? How can I celebrate this woman who has this business? And in addition to that, you're also spreading her gift out to the world when you um, show her onto your page and on your podcast. So listen, bravo to that amazing um, idea that you brought up. I definitely appreciate it. And for me, it's just the spirit of not being comfortable because I have to now speak to women that I don't know. And I don't want them like, oh, what if they think I'm weird? I didn't care. I love what you do. And I'm going to use my voice to say that. And it just showed me how feeling uncomfortable was okay in that moment because it was a space of growth and a space of getting to create you know, a bigger and wider sisterhood for me with knowing women around the world that are doing things and having their own. And I really appreciate it. And that was really genuine from my heart. I just wanted to just give back that gratitude of thankful during this holiday season. I want to bring this another scripture in because this really like summarizes everything. And it's John 16, um, verse 13. And in the scripture, it says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. And I believe that, you know, in my platform, every topic is something that truly takes a big place in my heart. And I know that when I think of events, like we have our 31 day challenge. And when I think about women of gratitude or our domestic violence awareness, those are things when God is speaking my truth to me 
And in that, he's telling me the things that you have kept hitting, the things that you didn't want the world to know, the things that you've been hiding, that is your truth. But it's okay to say that. And whether you kept it for years hidden because you were uncomfortable to share, it's okay. You know? And um, that scripture, I don't know, it, it connects with me. Like he guides you into all the truth, meaning the things that we want to keep hitting because we're comfortable with hiding. It might be, you know, it can be a living testimony to a lot of people out there. Woman of Reflection, this platform is all about relatable issues. A lot of things that I probably wouldn't share years ago, I'm ready to just tell the world because I want to help. I want to make a difference. And I'm here for that. And I feel like that right there talks about why we shouldn't sit in the spirit of being comfortable when growth is like the do- the next door. Once you walk out, growth is right there, you know? So John 16, 13 shares that. Yeah, so um, the prominent word that I hear also is truth, right? So, yeah. Um, you always, everyone always says, uh, you know, that's my truth, that's my truth, that's my truth. But um, people sometimes only reveal the truth that they want you to know, right? And um, Because um, they're comfortable, have, because they're comfortable, that's why. We all want to have this space, <laughs> this, this space of everything's okay, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. But it's okay to be uncomfortable and say that I'm not okay and this is how I'm feeling and I need help and I need support. But you can't do that if you are in a space of I'm just going to look comfortable, I'm going to look like I have it together, and I'm not going to speak my truth. So God will shift you into a season where all you can do is just speak your truth. You're going to be in a position and a season in where your truth, like you said, is is your testimony. Because it's not only here to help you and deliver you, but it's also to help your fellow brother and sister out there, right? And we can't do that if we're in our season, if we are allowing ourselves to sit, sit, not walk, but sit in a place of comfortability. You have to stand up and you have to walk out of uncomfortableness. You have to step out of that box. So um, your truth will allow you to do that because it's, it's, it's a part of your heart. It's a part of um, your body that you're opening up. It's literally like you feed a plant and you feed it from the roots down because if we look at our lives, we're coming from the roots. We're looking at our lives from the foundation if we're really trying to clean up house. And in order for a flower to grow, you have to feed it. So what do we have to feed a plant, Siobhan? We have to give it what? Water water and sunlight, right? And nurturing, so, yeah, all of that. Exactly. So in order for us to be put in the space of living that truth and exposing that truth, and God wants to blossom us out just like that flower, we have to allow God to work in us and for us to be able to speak out that truth so that we can blossom into the flower that God has called us to be. And you can't do that if you're keeping yourself in that comfortable state. I think the main concept is that, you know, and we're going back to the topic, we can't expect to blossom if we're being in a, in a place where we're comfortable. We have to get uncomfortable, ladies and gentlemen, warriors, okay? We have to get uncomfortable to say that, listen, I'm not comfortable with this, but I'm stepping out in faith. I'm stepping out with God at the forefront, and I'm praying my way out through it, and to say, like, okay, God, we're, we're going through this together. Show me, lead me, guide me. 
and show me what it is you want me to do. But I am stepping out because, ladies, we are we are built to stretch. We are built to yes. expand. Just like uh-huh. a womb expands, we are built to expand as well. Okay, so ladies, let's get ready to stretch. Men and women all over listening to this, let's get ready to stretch. So you can't stretch if you are still in the cocoon and you're not allowing your wings as a butterfly to fly. So in any position that you are in right now, I want you to think about it. What is stopping you from stepping out and putting yourself in that space of uncomfortability? Is it fear? Is it anxiety? Is it you're afraid of what people may think of you? Because the first person that you need affirmation from is God. Just reflect on that and even do some note taking for revelation for yourself, you know, and and scriptures. Look for scriptures in the Bible as well to know that, you know, what is stopping me from stepping out of of that comfortable zone? What is stopping me? And once you have discovered that, you you pray to God and ask God to tell you, like, God, I'm, I'm ready to stretch. Move me and transform me out of that comfortable position make me uncomfortable so that you can you can make me grow you can show me what you have for me 10 steps ahead you know so i encourage everyone all listeners and as you listen to this know that you have purpose here and to know that your purpose is not consumed in your comfortableness because god has to put you in a position of uncomfortableness to really show the full dynamic and scope of who you are and the purpose that he has for you here on earth okay god is here to fulfill all the desires of your heart he is he is here to fulfill every desire of your heart but we have to also think is this going to bring kingdom is this is this a kingdom thinking is this a kingdom mind is this going to bring um fulfillment in my life is this going to bring honor to god you know acts to god acts anything in prayer and he will give it to you he will give it to you but you have to be you have to step out of that comfort zone step out of that comfort comfort zone guys be uncomfortable so you can progress okay i want to i want to say something just piggyback on that because being comfortable means that you have accomplished what you think is necessary and have no further interest in pursuing goals or self-improvement in your career, in your mind, or just like like in your overall life. But everyone has the right to their own comfortable life. And that's not what this episode is speaking about. We're talking about being comfortable and accepting uncomfortability for growth. Like being uncomfortable and accepting that for growth. Because what you have to understand that when you are comfortable... Most often, um, that goes hands in hands with stagnation. And if you don't accept to be uncomfortable, you would be stagnated. So I, I really, I love that. I love the, I love when you said to stretch and the cocoon, and that just screams so much values to me, Steph, because that's deep. You know, that's really what we need to do, guys. Warriors, today we are stretching. Like for the new year, 2021 is coming up. It's time to stretch. Let's be comfortable with uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I love it. We're going to close out now, but I just want to leave something with you guys, Warriors. 
Constantly remind yourself that you can't be comfortable if you have goals to achieve every day. Two things we're going to do. Allow ourselves to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I'm going to steal this from Stephanie. Stretch. Allow yourself to stretch. Let it go. It's okay because what's waiting on that next side is growth. What's waiting on the other door is new. And I'm going to use this saying that they say, don't knock it unless you try it. And when you try it, I'm telling you, you'll be emailing warempowerment at gmail.com that, listen here, I've stepped out and I'm comfortable with the spirit of uncomfortability. Like, I get it. I get what you were saying and thank you. And I hope that this is a blessing to everyone. And I hope that you guys really just give it a try because there's so much that life has to offer, but you can't receive it if you're in a state of just being comfortable. So that's what I wanted to share. Steph, do you have anything to share with the Warriors before we close? Yes. First and foremost, uh, thank you, my sister, my friend, for uh, inviting me to um, talk about this topic with you. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen. And I do have um, just a final message that was shared with me. Actually, I didn't know this before, but I learned it now and through experience that purpose is not a destination. God's purpose, life purpose, it's not a destination. It's not a place where you hit it and say, I'm done. It's a journey. How we tie that in with um, being uncomfortable is, you know, a place of complacent. You can't go on that journey if you're in that space of comfortability. So, again, my warriors, step out of that place of comfortability so you can continue to walk into that journey as you walk into purpose that God has for you. Okay, so thank you guys again for listening. Thank you guys for being part of this amazing podcast because um, it takes ears to listen to spread a message. So thank you so much for listening and supporting Siobhan in this amazing podcast that she has. She has rooted foundation with God and she's continuing to blossom with God. So thank you so much, Siobhan. And before we close, Warriors, you know, I like to start and end each episode with our warrior prayer. And with Stephanie being my prayer warrior sister, I'm going to ask her today to end this episode with a warrior prayer. So, Steph? Okay. Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you. First and foremost for life, Lord, uh, with every breath that we take, every day that we wake up, um, there's a reason why we are alive. You have purpose for us, Lord, and you have called us to to complete a mission here on earth, to bring glory to your kingdom. So we say thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for my dear friend, Siobhan, that she invited me to this podcast to talk about this topic. And I thank you for the Holy Spirit that spoke through us um, so that we can share out this good news to everyone. Um, In addition to that, I, I pray for every listener, and I pray for everyone who's going to listen to this message, that they know that you have a purpose for each and every listeners lives you have you created this god and there's nothing that you can't do right you are faithful Mm -hmm. you are loving you are protector you you can you are a healer there's and there's so much more that i can call call on to you god because you are absolutely amazing so i thank you god for the work that you're doing 
in your warriors, God. I thank you, God, for the work that you're doing in our hearts, in our minds, and in our spirits. And as we take that leap and that step out of our com- out of our comfortability and we're uncomfortable, I ask you, God, to walk with us, be ahead of us in everything that we are doing, to know that we are not alone because you will not forsake us, God. You will not forsake us, Jesus. You are here with us with every part of our lives. As the word says, you delight in every area in our lives. You name it, you're there. You name it, you are part of that life. But also, we have to remember to invite you in our lives, in everything that we do, and to pray to you about everything that we are going through, Lord. So I pray, God, that you continue to protect your children all throughout the world, Lord. I pray for absolute peace, and I pray for absolute servitude to you, God. But most of all, God, that the purpose that you have for us, shift us, transform us, stretch us out so that we can be in a space where we are uncomfortable, but know that we are going to be in a season where we are progressing, a season of abundance and a season of prosperity. And we are going to be in a season each and every day of our lives to say, thank you. Who did it? Nobody but God. Nobody but Jesus. So we say, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, God. We thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Everyone say... Amen. 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 So I just want to say to all my warriors, uncomfortable comes with purpose and growth. So today I want you to just think about it. Let it dwell in your hearts. Accept it and say, I welcome you because it comes with greatness, you know. And I just want to say once again, thank you to Stephanie. I love you. And thank you for being my guest co-host today. And I would like to invite everyone else to stay tuned to more episodes of Women of Reflection.